When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The voice of Husker Nation is on the air. This is Hale Varsity Radio. Insight, opinion, expertise, along with the biggest names talking Nebraska sports. Join in with the show at 402-489-1240 or 1-800-825-5865. Now, here are your hosts, Chris Schmidt and Elijah Herbel. Back into it at Tower 2. It's Hale Varsity Radio. We're powered by Cornhead Lager. We welcome in Hall of Fame coach Gary Barnett as uh, he is back into uh, college football mode. Coach, good Thanksgiving. I know we talked on Black Friday last week, and that was great to spend some time with you. Thanks for that. But back into your, your, your football routine here after the holiday. Yeah, pretty much. But, uh, you know, last week there were so many good games and exciting games, games that came down right to the wire. It's really hard to beat that. I'm sort of sort of disappointed we've only got about five or six games this weekend because last, last week was just an incredible weekend. And even though there weren't that many big upsets, there were great games. A lot of great games. And I want to go through the Big Ten real quick. Uh, what would you take away with? Nebraska, Iowa. I mean, it was same same song, next verse for Big Red fans as they were right there and made a play but couldn't hold on to the football again. Coach, another turnover. Well, Chris, I I could not understand why uh, neither team would settle to go to overtime because that you know the chance to to go to the twenty five yard line and have four fresh downs and not have to go the length of the field uh, against – and the, if I'm on defense for Nebraska, I'm thinking that team can't go the full field, but that team's going to struggle even from the 25. I could not understand why neither team would settle for overtime. And uh, I, I just I just really questioned the play calling on on by both those two teams. First of all, Iowa can't throw the football. And uh, they throw a pick. And then Nebraska, you guys have the momentum and the advantage. And, you know, I don't know why they wouldn't just go to overtime. So mm. I, I thought both of them, both teams made really critically um, critical decisions that turned out bad for both of them. Gary Barnett's with us. Coach, you've been in that position as offensive coordinator where not everyone's loved your play calling. And you've got to do what's best for your football team. I'm interested to um, to kind of gauge your management of it. And the reason I ask that is because, you know, Coach Rule's been asked this week, as he evaluates things moving forward, can you have your guy in Satterfield be the offensive coordinator and the quarterback coach? Originally, he was supposed to be OC and tight ends coach. 
And it, just from a management on top of getting guys developed, Nebraska had to play three quarterbacks this year. Was it was it too much on the the old plate? How did you juggle it? Because I know you had a lot of duties uh, as as an assistant uh, play caller uh, when you were at, at Colorado. No, uh, you know I, I I firmly believe your offensive coordinator should be your quarterback coach. Okay, uh, you know you, you don't want somebody else talking to your quarterback back while you're trying to call plays. You want to talk to your quarterback, and so I firmly believe that quarterback coach and OC is the best way to go. But you got to have the right guy doing it. And obviously, you can't have somebody who's never coached quarterbacks do it. But um, you can, you you could, but. Um, no, when I was calling plays, I wanted I was coaching the quarterbacks, and I I wanted that out of my coordinators as well. The only time I didn't do that was with Tom Cable, who was um, uh, Tom was the uh, offensive line coach, mm-hmm. and so um, but uh, you know I wanted my my quarterback coach to be the coordinator. Well, uh, and and that is something that wasn't the original plan. Nebraska wanted to get a quarterbacks coach. And, and have Satterfield be the OC but not coach the quarterback. So uh, we'll see where, where that goes for, with Nebraska. But what do you see with, with Nebraska's quarterback situation, Coach Barnett? Do you, do you like Chubba? Uh, you've got Harburg. I, you know, I don't know what Sims's future is. And then, of course, the topic of the portal, uh, if you're Nebraska. And, and Coach Rule laid out what the going rate is for some wow guys at quarterback between $1 and $2 million dollars. How would uh, how would you attack the quarterback situation? I'd have to put my head into these times. Yeah, and I would first of all, uh, the coaches and Matt Rule are the only guys who really know what Chuba Purdy can do. Mm-hmm. They know what the other two guys can do in practice, and um, so they're the only ones who know looking forward whether Chubba Purdy can do what they want to do. If he can do what they want to do, then then I don't think you have to go in the portal. The, the, you know, one of the issues with going in the portal is now, when you take a kid out of the portal, say Jeff Sims, and, and now he, he doesn't work out, then what are you going to do? Because he can't go back in the portal again after he's done it once. And, um, without sitting out a year, which he doesn't have left. So, uh, you know, it's complicated. And I, I think uh, <clears throat> as long as my team understands, as long as my, really, even my fans understand that the portal exists and it creates opportunities, you're, you have a responsibility, one, to your team, two, to your fan base, and three, to win football games. So what can Chubba Purdy help me win enough football games to get done what needs to be done. And, you know, so that might be, if it's a crapshoot, if you're not sure, then I think you go get Will Howard as fast as you can. And, uh, you know, whether it comes, you know, I, the one million to two million anymore, I mean, that doesn't mean anything, Chris. Mm-hmm. Uh, Nebraska would find somebody to pay the one million, two million. I don't like it. I don't, I, I'm glad I'm not doing it. I don't know that I could, swallow and live with myself doing it but i that's the reality right now and that's college football gary barnett with us will howard is a guy that played great football at k-state went to a big 12 championship 
uh, eight and three this year. I couldn't believe the offense I saw in the snow globe game down in the Little Apple last Saturday, but that was fun to watch. Uh, do you think he ends up leaning NFL bef- uh, instead of college? Because I know he's 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 weighing that option too. Well, he's got to assess where he you know he needs to put his name into the NFL and let him tell him where he'd land, and they'll evaluate they'll evaluate him, and that's pretty accurate. All the players that I've done that with, it's been pretty accurate, and then he can make a decision along with his representative. But um, you know, I don't know that there's uh, a quarterback that uh, does what Coach Rule looks like he wants to do any better than Will Howard, and he's got all this great experience. Gary Barnett's with us. Coach, let's flip it around, and tough way to end it for Colorado. What's your assessment of year one with Coach Prime? He's going to be named, I think I'm seeing today, the Sports Person of the Year for Sports Illustrated. That said, He's lost two assistant coaches and a number of kids that were verbally committed. Some four and five star guys are uh, are going elsewhere or looking elsewhere. Well, I think they're looking elsewhere. We'll have to wait and see. Um, you know, the Stanford game, Chris. We went from winning our fifth game and being in a hunt for a bowl, and and uh, to uh, just people. I don't think they've recovered yet. I don't think that team has recovered from what happened in the Stanford game, a 29 point, mm-hmm. 29 to nothing lead. I don't think we ever recovered from that. And I think it stunned everybody. I think it stunned the, the uh, sports world. And we nobody's gotten over that. I think that, uh, you know, this is the first time he's had to go put together a staff for a Division One program. I think initially he made some great hires, but as – Time goes on, a combination of their management, his management, uh, didn't work. And so you you have to change it. And that's what's happening. Some of those guys are leaving because they want to leave and because of opportunities. Some of them are going to leave because he just doesn't think they're going to be able to do what he wants done. So um, I, I think he's going to have to get more involved with everything, frankly, Um and so we'll see how that works for him because he hasn't had to do that before. But I think he's got to be more involved day to day. Gary Barnett with us, couple of minutes, Hale Varsity Radio, talking some college football. So, what is your take on management, and how did you approach things with end of game situations? Were you calm? Did, did you you win more of those one-score games than you lost? I ask this because it's going to be a way of life in the Big Ten. It is a way of life in the Big Ten, Coach Barnett. You know that. And Nebraska is still having problems closing things out. Were you able to simulate in practice what you saw or thought you might see in a game uh, to get better at those one-score tight ball games? That's, that's really hard to do. Uh, I mean, every one of those games are different. Every one of them come down to different scenarios. You have to keep a list of all the things that happened to you uh, through the years. And then, you know, as, as you, the first thing you do is on Monday, Sunday is you have a quality control meeting and you discuss what happened at the end of that game and what we should have done. And then that's documented. And uh, you, you cover that in staff meetings. Uh, the rest of the year, if this comes up, here's what we should have done. So uh, I, I'm a big believer in planning out for those moments, 
you know, planning just means you have a plan. You still have to execute it. Sometimes you don't execute it. Players don't or coaches don't. But you've got to have a plan for those situations. Uh, you know, I always thought I was pretty calm. You'd have to ask my assistants, you know, <laughs> if I was. But uh, And I'd have to go back and look and see how many I won and lost. But uh, I'm not bragging about it or bemoaning either either one of those. Mm-hmm. I just know that I had a plan, and uh, I would then try to work around that structure. You, you went about it the right way. You were you were you were pre- you were confident in how you you wanted, or you at least mapped out to go after it. Correct. Well, I, that's what I thought. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what do you think of the playoff picture here, Coach? We could have some. Chaos? Are you expecting chaos this weekend with the uh, the, the four spots up for grabs? First of all, I got to ask you: are, are you surprised Michigan did what they did last weekend? Uh, no, no, I uh, I'm not surprised at Michigan. I think they're the most complete team that's out there. Uh, you know, I think the the biggest shakeup is going to be Oregon Washington. I I, I think Oregon's going to win that game. Uh, I'm probably rooting for Washington because I got two of my former coaches on that staff. Oh, good. I'm rooting for Washington and Oregon. I just watched them, and they, even the first game, they they just went for it on fourth down twice that they shouldn't. Uh, they win that game, so I think that's the shakeup that I see. I think uh, <clears throat> Florida State's going to have to win, and when I think I don't know if they they have to win convincingly, but they can't, you know win it on a last second field goal or a last second whatever because um, you know I I don't think there'll be a chance. Ohio State's sitting out there Washington and Oregon are sitting out there. Uh, I do believe that if you're undefeated that you're going to get in and I think Florida State will get in unless they just look terrible doing it and you know it's not a good game. How uh how difficult could the old Dr. Pepper Big 12 championship game be for Texas? Their uh, sayonara uh, moment with Oklahoma State, and Okie State gets in. They they hung on, and they're playing for their first conference championship uh, game in forever, and Texas is, is right there. Who do you think is the fourth best team right now? Well, I, I think probably Florida State over their body of work is, but without their quarterback, I don't like their chances going into the playoffs. And I think it comes down to whether this committee thinks it's, it's going to be based on the body of work or whether it's going to be based on the team that looks the best at the end of the year. Uh, It just depends on what the head of that committee has designated as their goal at the end of the uh, playoff season. Have you been approached or did you ever consider being on this committee? I have not been uh, officially approached. Hmm. I was semi-approached. I would be on it. I would do it, but I haven't been approached. Hmm. And I'm probably going past the point where I would be. Okay. Any danger for Georgia? Any danger for Michigan? No danger for Michigan unless they just don't prepare well. Hmm. And that's not like Michigan. Uh, Oregon, I mean, uh, Georgia, Alabama, you know, I I don't know. It's a what six point game, and I think that's about right. I mean, if you're going to win, Georgia's going to win. It's going to win by a touchdown or less. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, this is a classic game, and I think everybody's looking forward to watching this one. No, Milrow's been a, lo- a lot of fun. 
You take in or lay in the 15-and-a-half Texas Okie State? I'm taking I'm taking Texas. Okay. And, and All right. Gary Barnett with us, Sale Varsity Radio. Coach, uh, well, enjoy your weekend. Golf plans. Are you playing 18 Saturday? I'm playing in a tournament, and uh, frankly, I need to get my head uh, around it and square straight before I go into it because I'm I'm lacking a little confidence at this point. Oh in time. no! What are you What are you worried about? Oh yeah, putting, yeah. putting, yeah. tee box. Where are you yes. Where are you worried? Yes, yes, <laughs> keep going. Yes. <laughs> well, do well and enjoy your tournament. All right. Thanks for a few minutes today. All right, Chris. Great being with you. Good stuff from Coach Barnett, Tail Varsity Radio. Good to get his take on end-of-game situations, the portal, the quarterback, and uh, training said quarterback. Open phones here next segment. Hail Varsity continues.